the last bag of baguettes. It was at the break of dawn on a fine Saturday morning that young Karthik Manakrai and his father made their way to their small bakery down Ruh Ukta Semanel. Ruh? Is that French for street? So, is this the Pondicherry of 200 years ago? When it was a thriving French colony? Oh no! This is a recent story. Pondicherry is now Pondicherry, but the French Quarter at the area where Karthik's father had a bakery is still very French. The buildings, the street names, the French spellings of Indian names, and that's also where you get the long French bread, the baguette. The Manikma family had run their little shop, Bakers and Sons, for generations, baking fresh handmade baguettes every morning. They still followed the original recipe that had been handed down by Karthik's great-great-grandfather who had learned it from a French cook. Since then, bakers and sons had flourished and at its peak had customers queuing up for the golden brown loaf that was crusty on the outside, deliciously chewy inside. The shop had always managed to survive amidst growing competition from other bakeries and other types of breads. But in the last six months, business had come spiraling down with the opening of Hotel Le Paris down the street, which had a chic cafe and also sold bakery products. At first, Bala Manakme, Katrick's father, had thought the hype would wear off and his customers would be back as usual. But after six months, all his savings had been depleted. His assistants had left, just a handful of his customers remained. Bala had finally reached a decision to close down his bakery and he had told his son about it the night before. Karthik had been appalled. But why, Appa? We make the best packets in town. We do, but times have changed. It is what they say. It's about marketing. 
I cannot afford to advertise in newspapers and TV, like Lily Paris. I cannot fit fancy furniture and TV screens. In our old bakery, nobody cares for genuine taste anymore. Bala had reasoned. I am afraid we have no other option. And so, this Saturday morning, Bakers and Sons opened its doors for the last time. Bala had just enough ingredients left to bake one last wrap of six and wanted his son to have them. He knew how much Karthik would miss the baguettes. He worked the dough, resting it in between for it to rise. Then he shaped six long, lock-like baguettes, making three slashes on top of each. They went into the ancient oven that was still fired with wood and dry leaves. Soon, the warm aroma of freshly baked bread filled the bakery. Putting the baguettes into the trademark brown paper bag with Bakers and Sons proudly printed on it, Bala presented them to his son. Karthik held the bag in his hands. He wanted to say something, but couldn't. In a few moments, they both might have cried. But that was averted by the sudden appearance of an old woman asking for baguettes. Sorry, Amma, we don't have any more, said Bala, trying to sound casual. I have walked so far to come to your bakery. Don't you have any left? What about this bag here? She pointed to the bag. Karthik was holding. This is our very last bag of baguettes. I baked these especially for my son, burst out Bala, unable to control his emotions. It's okay, Appa. One baguette is all I needed. Saying this, Karthik took out one baguette and handed over the paper bag to the old woman. Wainkamma was pleased by the young boy's gesture. However, she did not really understand the true significance of Karthik's sacrifice. She merely thought it was the last bag of baguettes for the day. But she blessed him and started walking home. Although well into her sixties and may have many broken teeth, Wenkama was still as fond of baguettes as she had been when a young girl. She now ate them, softened in sweetened coconut milk that had been flavoured with cardamom. Walking along Bharti Path, she went past the Vinayagar temple and reached the crossing near the serene Sri Aurobindo Ashram. 
It was still early in the morning, but there were a few bikers cycling past. Just then, a man clad in a white shirt and vegetable approached her. When Kamma guessed he was from Darshan, he took her arm and offered to help her across the road. Grateful, Venkamma took one baguette and gave him the brown bag, saying, One baguette is all I needed. Hibat was too surprised and touched to refuse. He worked in the Ashram library. A few blocks away from the main Ashram complex, he had come to India from France as a backpacker and travelled widely before finding his home in Pondicherry and calling at the Aurobindo Ashram. Herbert had skipped breakfast that morning as he was getting late, but he had not thought twice about stopping to help the old lady. It must be divine will that I shouldn't go hungry. He smiled and walked down Rue de la Marie. He could eat a baguette with his coffee at the library. Stop! Stop! A voice called out. Making her butt stop short and turn around. A schoolboy with a football in one hand was close on his knees and pointing to something. Habat's gaze went down and he saw that he had just been saved from stepping into a dirty puddle which would have soiled his white clothes. Thank you, said Habat, reaching into the bag of baguettes. He took out one and gave the bag with the rest to the wall. One baguette is all I need. He smiled. Arul was returning from an early morning football practice match in which she had scored two winning goals. Shoving the bag into his rucksack, he continued down the street, dribbling his football and replaying the match in his mind. He had reached Gaubert Avenue, better known as the Beach Road, when the football slipped out of his hands and rolled onto the wide street. Arul was about to run behind it when he saw, to his horror, a truck and a car speeding down the road. He stepped back and closed his eyes, certain that his precious football would come under the wheels of one and burst. But a shrill whistle stopped both the wagons just in time. A tall policeman had already picked up the ball and was coming towards Arun. Patutambi, carefully, my boy. A main road like this is not for practicing football. You could have had an accident. He said, hunting the ball back. Arun went red in the face and nodded. Then suddenly, remembering, he pulled out the brown bag from his rucksack. One baguette is all I need. He grinned. 
pulling one out and putting the bag in the policeman's hand. He hurried up, biting into his baguette. Jurai Swami was pleased. He had just an hour to go before finishing his morning beat. And he hoped his wife had made some good spicy mutton curry, which could have gone with the baguette. He continued his walk along the seaside promenade and reached the Gandhi statue. The glistening sea crashed on the rocks and the narrow strip of beach stretched endlessly. The place was calm and quiet now, but by evening it would be crowded with revelers and doers. Holding his baton and the bag in one hand, Duraswami was straightening the red French-style kepi on his head when suddenly a strong gust of wind whisked it away. He ran after it, but a little girl on a bicycle had already caught it. Thank you, thank you, ma, said Duraswami, replacing the cap firmly on his head. Hope you can ride that cycle there, ma. There is a lot of traffic this morning, he added in a policeman's tone. My house is near Basel. I'm going there now. Duraswami softened and put the bag of baguettes, minus one, in a cycle basket. One baguette is all I need, he told her. Janin thanked the policeman shyly and pedaled off. She had gone cycling with her friends early that morning in the quiet by lanes of the French Quarter. The others had turned back near Dupliac's statue. Only Janine had continued down the road, enjoying the sea breeze. Till a red policeman's cap slapped into her face and almost knocked her off her cycle. She now took a turn near the town hall and soon reached a resorted French villa painted a bright sunshine yellow with white bands around the doors and windows. It had louvre shutters and a long wooden balcony held up by iron brackets. She hurried in through the back door hoping she'd made it before breakfast time for she hadn't told her father she was going out. The breakfast table was set, but thankfully her father had not yet come down. Janini suddenly remembered the paper bag the policeman had given her and went out to get it. In it was a single baguette. She cut it lengthwise in half on one long piece she placed drizzled olive oil and garnished it with cheese and basil leaves. She was about to bite into it when her father joined her at the table. Janini offered her slice to her father, but he took the plain half and bit into it. The thin glazed crust had the perfect crunch, and the center was light and chewy. Mmm, this is a perfectly baked baguette. If I have ever seen one, he said, but I don't remember bringing home any. 
Yum! This is the best I've ever tasted, said Jenny quickly, trying to stop the question on her father's mind. Paul Dubis frowned and was about to continue when he saw the brown paper bag with Bakers and Sons printed on it. He picked it up and turned to his daughter. So, where did this come from? He let his daughter off with a warning to never go anywhere without telling him. Then he finished his breakfast and set off with the paper bag in hand. Bala and Karthik had tidied up the bakery, cleaned the counters and the stove, packed up the equipment. They had worked silently, each putting up a brave front for the other's sake. Bala was just downing the shutters when they saw a man walking towards their shop. Excuse me, do you make the baguettes that come in this bag? Paul asked Bala, holding out the paper bag. Yes, but sorry, we're out of baguettes, so please try some other place. How about tomorrow? We are not opening tomorrow, or any other day for that matter. Bakers and Sons is closed forever, said Bala irritably. Really, what a shame! My name is Paul Dubris and I own Hotel Le Paris. Down the road, it has such a fine cafe. But my chef makes terrible baguettes. I was hoping you would supply them to us from now. Yours are perfect, perfect. Different emotions ran across Bala's face as he stood listening to the man who was his biggest competitor, who had forced him to close shop and who was now proposing to be his best ally. Bala was speechless. He looked at Karthik, who nodded happily at him. You've got a deal, said Bala to Pa, but the baguettes will be sold under the name of Bakers and Sons, Karthik added quickly. Agreed, said Pa, holding out his hand. How many would you need? asked Bala, shaking hands warmly. A few hundreds every morning is all we need, replied Pa. And that is the end of the wonderful story. Tune in next week for a new story. Till then, goodbye.